Welcome to the talk show for talkers on irishtalkers.com. Good evening, Toastmasters, would-be Toastmasters, listeners and friends. You're very welcome to the talk show for talkers on irishtalkers.com. Our email address is info at irishtalkers.com. You can also find us on Facebook as the Talk Show for Talkers. And we welcome your comments, questions, feedback, and indeed evaluations. You can also listen to previous shows on our website, irishtalkers.com. And we also publish the Public (laughs) Speaking Weekly. This is a roundup of links from the internet about Toastmasters, public speaking, confidence, leadership, So look for the newspaper link on our website. My name is Ted, and I'm joined again this week by the prolific Paul O'Mahony. Well, Mr. Ted Melanfi, it's very uh, good to be here with you and to be with our co-talent presenter, who I will now hand over to. I love the way you you introduce Moira, Paul. You saved me of doing the job, saying that we have the multifaceted Moira O'Brien. Oh, I have facets. That's good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Hello, exactly. folks. Do you know? Do you know what facets are, Moira? They are faces, Ted. Oh, they're what? They are faces. Facets. Yeah, facets are faces. Well, facets, I'm referring to facets as in joints in your spine. They're the little knuckles that stick out at the back when you rub your hand up and down your spine. They're called facet joints. Are they? Well, I never knew that, Ted. There you go. (laughs) Well, thank goodness we're not talking about faucets. (laughs) (laughs) No, Pat, uh, Paul, what what you're talking about now is a little water on the brain, is it? Absolutely, Ted. Well Absolutely. Done. I'm talking to you listeners from a swimming pool. Lovely. So you can hear listeners that we're on this jargon troll again today. I'm going to give you my thought for the week. My thought for the week is never give up. Great things take time. Be patient. Never give up. Great things take time. Be patient. So patience is a virtue. Patience is a virtue. A virtue is a grace. And put them both together and they make a pretty face. Well done, Mara. You're a poet and you don't know it. Well, what would you, what would you think let, of that, Paul? Well, let me, let me raise a question in relation to the quotation. If everybody concentrates on the second half of the quotation, their attention is drawn away from the first half of the quotation, which says, never give up. Mm-hmm. This is a view which is often uh, propagated on social media among fairly superficial advisors about what you should do in your life, I feel like saying, give up. For goodness sake, give up. Stop trying to climb Mount Kilimanjaro. Your lungs aren't up to it. Your legs aren't up to it. And imagine if the advice given to some person of my maturity was, Paul, never give up. I'm glad actually you referred to you there, Paul, when you were giving us that advice about the lungs and the legs. I'm glad you're speaking about yourself there because the rest of us are right at the peak of Kilimanjaro as we speak. Well, I remember reading Chris, one of Chris Bonington's books in which he was leading a group of people up Mount Everest and they were not very far from the peak. And one of the most uh, wonderful things about the book was how he described the decision to turn back. 
it gave the impression that here was a man who above all was committed to the safety of the other people on the on the climb so they gave up and i think that that is you know there are many cases where entrepreneurs pursue businesses that are doomed to failure people pursue relationships that are doomed to failure there's no point in chasing after a mate for 20 years and thereby not giving up you might as well change your focus so i want to fly the flag for giving up yeah well that sounds like good advice actually it's it's no good chasing after something if if that something doesn't have the same um feelings for you that you have for them i suppose Yes, hopeless cases, Ted. Hopeless, hopeless cases. cases. Okay. What's the point in in pursuing a hopeless case? Now, this is quite different from the man who has inspired us many times, Thomas Edison, who, when the man came to him and said, "We've had another failure," Edison said, "Nonsense, nonsense. We now know two thousand five hundred and sixty ways in which you can't make a light bulb." Yeah, yeah I love, I love that. That's, that's just so. It encapsulates this uh, quotation to a T, doesn't it? It does actually, Maura. You're, you're, you're bang on there. That's exactly what it does. It he obviously so had great. He obviously had great patience and perseverance. It, it also shows that no apparent wisdom, no statement of a, an apparent truth, is adequate to deal with the complexities of reality. Yes, and would you know? Could you could you put another P in that? Actually, could you nearly say that Edison was pedantic when it came to failing and just continuing on to see could he reach a conclusion, which he obviously I, did. Well, I don't know Edison's biography, but I very much doubt that he was a man given to boring people. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. I'm looking forward to your topic today and I'm going to flag it now here and we'll be listening to us Sunday afternoon. You, you're raising the question about contest judges being anonymous before, during and after contests. And we're in contest mode as we speak. Well, before we move into contest mode, I'd like to give you a word you've never come across before in your life unless you are a botanist or right. unless you're an extraordinarily keen studying nature. I have in front of me, listeners, for our word of the week, I have in front of me a leaf. For those of you who are interested, it's from a ketoniaster, but that doesn't really matter. The key thing about the leaf is, have you ever wondered what the kind of fishbone looking thing on the back of the leaf is, or even that comes through the front? In other words, the stalk that goes up the center with the little lines that go off on either side. Have you ever wondered what the name of those things is? I can't even think why I would want to know that, Paul. <laughs> well, Moira, Moira, you can stay indoors. For those who are into an outdoor <laughs> life and who are, of course, of an inquisitive disposition, full of curiosity, this is a word which will describe the underside of a butterfly's wing, the underside of a whole load of insects, because insects' wings and leaves on trees have a word in common. Hmm. And the word is nervure, N-E-R-V-U-R-E. Toastmasters is an educational organization, so I thought, 
Well, of course, the botanists don't need to know about this, but the rest of us who are not botanists have a word which can be used in crossword puzzles. Nervure, N-E-R-V-U-R-E. I hadn't heard of it. Well, of course you haven't, Ted, because when's the last time you did a botany course? I have the lovely job of cutting the cotone aster and the ditches here, actually. My own well, home. there, you now have. Brilliant. Remember it, it's probably handy to think of them as the veins of a leaf. That's the kind of generic, inexact words, because clearly it's handy to use the word vein in relation to, say, human beings and animals, and the word nervure in relation to leaves. Both would be acceptable. Excellent. Well done. I, that's, a, that's a nice education you've just given us, me, Moira, and our listeners. I'm trying to think how I could weave that word into this week's show. I am failing. Well, that's because, Moira, you don't have a vase containing cuttings from shrubs in front of you. You have is- no... You'd have no difficulty because you're going to be speaking later on about how to find a speech topic. Can I just urge you to possibly consider making an edu- a top- speaking about a topic that your audience know nothing about? That is certainly challenging. Something that I will be considering, actually, when uh, we come to the fourth part of this show in three days' time. So we'll leave further discussion on that matter until then. And that brings us to the end of this section, I'm rather glad to say. And we'll look forward to seeing you tomorrow at the same time when we have a useful little segment covering confidence in public speaking, how to sound powerful and confident. I look forward to seeing you then. Talk Show for Talkers is published every week in sections at 4pm every Friday, Saturday, Sunday and Monday. Go to our website irishtalkers.com for more information.